And of course, I'm going to share a little health tip with you guys before we get started. And as you guys know, I'm huge into essential oils, right? If you've listened to my podcast before, then I, I always mention these essential oils. And the reason why I do is because they work and they're, they're safe and they're effective. And I'm all about using natural solutions in my home for me and my kids. I have three kids all under the age of seven, and I really want to make sure that I have something to support them with whatever comes up, right? If there's any digestive issues, if there's any head tension, if we've got any skin issues, if, if somebody, you know, isn't feeling well, if I want to just protect their immune system, I want something that will do that. I want things for their respiratory system, right? So something that I highly recommend is the healthy starter kit that doTERRA offers. And it comes with 10 of the most popular essential oils. It has lavender, lemon, peppermint, melaleuca, oregano, frankincense, deep blue, breathe, on guard, and digest zen. And it also comes with a diffuser. If you listen to my podcast, my previous podcast, so my, ep- my episode with Evan Thomas, he was one of the creators of, um, of a diffuser line. And he talked a lot about diffusers and how essential it is to have those in your home, especially right now. And so I always am going to recommend that kit for you guys because it's everything you need at your fingertips at all times for you and your little ones. So again, you guys, if you're wanting something safe, natural, effective, this is the route to go. You can go check it out on my LinkedIn, on my Instagram, Micah J. Fike. M-I-K-A-J-F-I-A-C-K and click on the link tree and just click on healthy starter kit to go check that out. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. (laughs) You guys, here we are recording episode 22 with my beautiful friend, Brittany. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited. First of all, Brittany is a freaking riot, you guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to have her on. We actually used to live down the street from each other, a couple doors down, and I buy my makeup from you. Yes, oh. you do. And just so you guys know, she hit um, top rank in two years in the company that she's in right now. She's like a bad ass. Seriously. <laughs> Badass entrepreneur. I'm just so inspired by you. Thank you. And Something I'll always remember when I was going through my separation, I remember you had reached out to me and you came over to my house right away. And I remember I was breastfeeding Miles on the couch and you sat next to me and I just bawled to you and you bawled with me and listened and you gave me advice and you loved me and still do still love you. I still don't give you advice. (laughs) I still love you. No, you're going to give me advice today for my future. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. So I just, I always remember that. And also there was a time too, there was an Easter egg hunt and I was, I was looking for a babysitter or something and you're like, I'll do it. And you just took all my kids with you and just took care of them and took them on this little Easter egg hunt. And I just, I freaking just love you. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Seriously. Oh, thank you. Yes. Girlfriend. And she has three beautiful kids, two boys. And a beautiful daughter. And then she also has two stepkids. Yep. Yeah. That's recent. That's oh, yeah. since November. Right? <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Me too. I am excited. Yeah. There's a lot of learning to do, but yes. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the deal. And he's a babe, by the way. Yeah. He like, is. Like, seriously, I saw pictures of my, oh, well, 
You guys are like a perfect couple. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I tell him every day, I'm like, you are so beautiful. <laughs> He's like, thanks. You're beautiful too. I make it really awkward in our house. <laughs> You know what? I would love to be a fly on the wall in your house because you have how many animals do you have? Let's talk about that. Well, I have five chickens. Oh. Yeah. They're my favorite animals. Chicken yes. is my spirit animal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I and um I love them. I really yeah. do. I actually just got a leash for uh, my birthday for my chickens. So and chickens actually inspired my business name, which is Chick Inspired. Oh, really? Yeah. So, because I love chickens oh, yes. and I love, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but I love women yeah, and, yeah. um, right. and I love supporting women. And so like my little business page is all about things that help women and chickens just kind of inspired it a little I bit. I didn't know that was the whole inspiration behind it. Yeah. Wow. I'm doing <laughs> well, there is a lady walking a chicken as my, like my logo. That is so true. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Oh, my hell. I know. I love it. So now everyone's leaving this podcast right now when they realize who they're about to be listening to. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so five chickens. Five chickens, two puppies, two puppies. under the age of seven months. And that's a regret. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> some days. Yes. Some days it's a regret. But oh they're he- they're hard. And then yes. we have a cat. Holy crap. Yeah. You have a lot. We do. That's we do. insane. But I mean, you just want to have a big farm, don't you, or something? Yeah. So you've told me that before. Yes, oh, I do. <laughs> That's actually like in the 10-year plan of like Ooh. when kids move out and get older, then yeah. we're going to find a farm and oh my build a house on it. So That would be so fun. I know. And I'm going to come see it. Yes, you should. And bring all my kids. We're going to have an alpaca, so what? we should. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we were going to have one in our house now, but then we were like, that might go against the HOA. So yeah, yeah. we're going to call him Dane and just be like, this is our great Dane. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please do. I'm going to like, seriously, I think I just want to come hang out at your house. You should. Because I do want to just kind of witness what's happening. Yeah. Because I was entertained when you were single, you know, down the street. <laughs> Sometimes get makeup and yeah. you know whatever, and it was probably uh, a shit show. You know what? Though here's the deal: it is a literal shit show for me as well. My daughter, did you see that she cut her hair the other day? No. Tenley got a hold of some scissors. Oh my goodness! She her chopped, beautiful blonde hair. Oh here, oh here, oh here. I went to go take a shower for two seconds. I'm gonna go take a shower because she got home from camping. She full on chopped it. So Blakely and Tenley come upstairs and they go, "Hey, um." Tell me, just cut her hair, and I go. You are so funny. You're funny because I don't leave scissors out. I put them all up in the cupboard. You know, yeah. all the sharp things and objects out of out of reach. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> of course, they got them. She got them and snip, snip, snippy, and there you go. And, and has some really great bangs now. Yes, and I saw her, and I just started laughing because I'm like, there's nothing I can do. You know, yeah. it is what it is. And I told her, I go, you know what? I go, you look so beautiful no matter what. Oh. She goes, well, mom, I look like a boy. Oh, I'm like, oh you know, you're beautiful. She's and like, she'll learn, like, yeah. she'll learn that, like, oh, I didn't like that too much. Yeah. I won't do it again. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> she'll do it to her brother. Exactly. Well, I hope not. Oh. Yeah, he has great hair. He does. He's always had great hair. He was born with a yeah. full head of hair. It's amazing. I yeah. love it so much. Oh. So cute. Oh, so cute. 
So anyway, so there's that, you know, since we were talking about shit shows and single parenting. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the thing, you guys, I, I wanted Brittany to come on today because, you know, I've heard her story about divorce and being a single mom and she recently just got married and now is, you know, has a blended family. And I really wanted her to come on and share some of that because I know a lot of people are experiencing that now. And there's a lot of challenges being in a blended family. And there's also a lot of great things. And so I felt like, you know, with everything that she's been through, her success in her businesses, she's a perfect person to bring on. And you inspire me. And I know that what you can share today will help others going through the same thing. And also I'm like even thinking, okay, well, wait, do I want to marry somebody that has kids or that doesn't have kids? And what does that look like? And so I'm just intrigued to hear more of your story and to hear all of it because I know it's super new for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. So, and honestly, I'm excited to be here too, because I like doing anything that kind of puts me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But I'm like seriously <laughs> petrified. <laughs> First, I'm going to say something that's just totally ridiculous. No. <laughs> and, and, and second, just I think we struggle sometimes to think that we have quality information to share, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, we all have different strengths. Yeah. And what I think might be a weakness might be someone can else look at me and think, oh, she's so strong at that. Yeah. So I hope that like by just sharing my story and kind of telling how I've been Coping and not coping. Coping is not the right word. Yeah. Um, how I've been just like this. This is what I told you. I told you I didn't want to come. <laughs> I told you I was gonna forget my words. Handling it. How you've been? Yeah, I can't even think of the words. Pretty much how much I've been dominating life, Basically. like the last four months. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> Perfect. Um, seriously when you feel a little insecure just tell yourself you're awesome and then you know then you believe it and then you believe it exactly exactly keep telling yourself yes so um where should I start at the beginning yeah let's like start at the beginning and like hear let's just like hear all about it okay yeah let's wing this we're winging it we're winging it because well I've been given a week to kind of think about what I wanted to say and about 30 minutes ago I showed up and said, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so we definitely are winging it, but it's okay. Because right. sometimes I feel like that's when you get the most vulnerable and and good information. So Exactly. And that's yes. what's going to touch more people too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously my story starts way before 2014, but that's kind of where when I tell people my story, that's kind of where I start. Yeah. Because I feel like that was a really hard time in my life. Like, um, I wouldn't say I had a horrible marriage, but like we both really struggled. And we struggled financially. Um, you know, my ex was in between jobs and he actually was a, um, what is it? Like one of those like long-term subs. We were living in Florida and um, he did really great at that. Like he loved doing that sort of thing. It's just, I I hadn't gone to college, you know, so I don't, yeah. I didn't have anything. I was just a mom, you know, which when I say just a mom, I mean like, you know, just a mom. Oh, <laughs> like I didn't have, mom. yes, like, yeah. yes, a badass mom. That's yes. what I was. Yes. <laughs> so, um, we struggled a lot for money. We shared one car. Um, and so he would go, since he was teaching at high school, he would leave at like five in the morning and I would, our, our kid's school was two miles away and I had three kids. Mm. So I would pack Graham on the front of my chest. And then the other two would be in like a little trailer and I would bike them to school. So four miles, like wow. round trip. Yeah. 
And I did that going to, you know, goodness gracious, I did that going to parks and to the grocery store and everything. Um, And that was a really hard time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was like super sexy fit. (laughs) But I mean, like I looked hot. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But but it was like at any time, you know, you have, you go through those struggles, especially financial struggles, like everything else. I feel like when one thing's out of balance, everything else feels like it's out of balance. And so um, I did that. I think I even had to stop halfway and fill up my tires because they had holes in them. So my friend, that's how I made one of my friends out in Florida. Like I stopped at her house and like would fill up my tires. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So, um, I did that for a good while. I can't tell you the exact time I did that, but I think it was my ex's, um, dad bought us the second car and that was great, but I had no money for gas. You know, like you still have to put gas in a car. And so I kind of was sitting on my couch and I was like at my all time low, like, what am I doing? You know, you know, just sitting with three kids on the couch and I mean, great kids, but you, I feel like all mothers go through this like little time in their life where it's like, is this all, is this all, or is this, you know? And so that's kind of how I was feeling is like, is this my life? Is this all? Yes, totally. Yeah. And so I was sitting there, I got invited to this. It was right when like internet parties were like just starting, you know, it was always in home parties, but this was like internet parties were just starting. So I got invited to this like mascara internet party. And I was like, I don't even care if the mascara works. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) sell, I'm going to sell that mascara. (laughs) And I'm going to make, because they said you get paid every three hours. I'm going to make five bucks a day and I'm going to put, you know, a gallon or two of gas in my car. So whatever it was at the time, I don't remember, but that's what I did. I bought that mascara, which I fell in love with, and um, I sold it. And every day, I at least sold one so that I can put a gallon of gas in my car. And then I no longer had to bike my kids. Um, and then I got that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just had to throw that in. <laughs> that was because of the Diet Coke. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, seriously, it's it's still a struggle. <laughs> But, you know, I feel like I'm not alone in that, so it's okay. (laughs) So it's okay. But so it took me two years. Um, I built a team really, really fast. Um, Right now I manage a team of like over 8,000 women. Yes. So it's a big change from making enough to put a gallon of gas in my car to where I am now. And I love, I love my business. And and one reason I love it is because, or at least I love the journey it has brought me on. Yeah. Um, I do love the business too, but yeah. more importantly, like I'm so grateful for the journey it has put me on because I didn't know at the time that I would be divorced. You know, I think it was like two and a half years later. Um, and then I never had to leave my kids. I never had to leave my kids. I could stay home and work. And that was a huge blessing for me um, because, you know, with little kids, being a single mom, you know, you feel guilty. Lots of single moms go and go to work, but I guarantee they feel guilty, which they shouldn't because they're going and they're working for their family. But we do as moms, we just feel like we need to be there for every single moment, you know? So, um, that was a huge blessing in my life. And that's kind of like where we met, right? That's when I moved into daybreak and we met and gosh, I don't even know where my story goes from there. I just pretty much became more baller and more baller. And 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think, I think, okay, this is where my story goes. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> you can cut this part out if you really want to, but seriously, it's more work. <laughs> so um, that's when I got divorced and that Little did I know that was my lowest point and it had nothing to do with money and it had nothing to do with, you know, gosh, at the point, at that point, it had really honestly nothing to do with me being alone. It had everything to do with like, I felt a, f- a failure as a mom, like a failure, like not only am I changing my life, but I'm changing my ex's life. I'm changing my kid's life. Um, and it's not something that my kids got to choose. It was something that I chose that affects my kids, you know? And so that was the hardest part for me was um, sticking to my grounds and feeling what was right for me to do and do with my life, but knowing that it was going to affect my children. And I'll tell you what, kids are freaking resilient, okay? And they're going to live their life and they are going to be great kids. You be a great mom and the dad be a great dad, they're going to be great kids, you know? And and, um, I think that a lot of us, um, maybe I'm trying to think if I want to go there or not. <laughs> go there. A lot of us, okay, I'll say it. A lot of us, we make decisions in our life um, for for our kids, and that's great, you know? And But sometimes you have to realize, like, that kids will grow up and they move out, and then you're stuck with your decision. You know, so um, that's what I'll say on that. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. And I can relate to that. Yeah. Because there were moments after my divorce that I I did certain things because of my kids. Yeah. And then after a year, I'm like, nope. This yeah. This is for me. Now. This is for you. And then here we go. You know, so I can totally relate to that. And when they know, when they see that mom's happy, there's a complete difference in the way you parent, in the way you hold yourself. And it, it, it it's a game changer. Like, your, your children see it and they become better because of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you're in low points, you're just trying to do what's best for the family and you're yeah. not thinking of it yourself at that time. It's like, it's like this chaotic moment and you're just on survival. Mode. Yep. And so it's like, my, my kids, my kids, what am I going to do for my kids? But then as time goes on, you finally catch on like, okay, got to take care of me. This is for me now. Yeah, so it's like being on the airplane with the with the oxygen. Exactly. Okay, put your own oxygen on first. Exactly. You're not going to be able to help them. So true. Yeah. Okay. So, but I mean, my ex and I, we have a great relationship. Um, we co-parent really, really well. And you actually know my ex. So, yes. you know, he's a great guy. Yeah, and it's just, guy. it's it makes it easier, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that I've thought about this multiple times. Like, if I, if I didn't get along with my ex like I do <clears> – <throat> could I physically carry it one-sided? Because I feel like a lot of people are like that. Like they want to get along with their ex, but the other one isn't wanting to get along. Does that, does yeah. that, and oh, I'm yeah. like, because I try to tell people, if you want to get along, you can get along. Yeah. Like you can make it work. Yeah. And I think I actually told you that through your divorce. I'm not yes. sure. Maybe I did. Yes. <laughs> like I if you want to get along, you can. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of, I get a lot of people that say, okay, well, what if they don't? You know, what if it's one-sided? And that's when you just have to really be in tune of, how you react, mm-hmm. how you, your choices, yeah. you know, um, they can do things that you completely disagree with mm-hmm. and it's your reaction that makes all the difference. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 
oh, I believe that is you. Ooh, yes. That's for sure. <laughs> you kind of just pick your battles, you know? Yeah. And, and so... And realize they have a life to live too, you know, they're going on and moving, you know, and doing, doing things that they have always wanted to do. And you're doing the same. Um, and it's not going to be the same. Heck, it's not even the same when you're married, you know, you both have different, I mean, ultimately, yes, you want the same thing, but you both have different goals and like each person should be super supportive of that. Mm -hmm. And it's good for the kids too. Yes. To see different ways of, you know, adults raising them and, influences. I think it's important. It's healthy for kids. Yeah. I used to not think it was. I'm like, no, I don't want them around all these books. Yeah. It's like, no, my kids, take a breather. It's healthy, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Your kids are watching you. Like I have a 13 year old, so it's, it's even more noticeable with her than it is my like little smaller kids. But I remember the first time where like, um, my ex's girlfriend came to pick up my kids and you could see my daughter's face looking at me like, are you okay with this mom? Are you okay? You know, and just to reassure her, like, it's okay. You know, it's all right. Absolutely. Because, because they, they do, they feel it. And, and, and I feel like she's so much happier knowing that she can be herself around me and be herself or be herself at her dad's house around his girlfriend, you know, that she doesn't feel like, you know, what she does with his girlfriend, I'm going to be angry at right. and what, you know, yeah. vice versa. Oh, absolutely. So. Oh, I think that's so important. And it's, it's interesting you say that because I even had that experience the other day and I told you just a little bit ago that just Blakely out of nowhere just goes, yeah, I'm going to have another mom. She just says that out of the blue. And I go, Oh, you are. I'm like, that's great. She's like, yeah, um, dad's going to get married and and have another mom. I said, that's great. I said, well, I want you to know I like her. She's yeah. very sweet. I've met her, remember? I like her. And she's like, okay. And that was it. That makes all the difference, you know? though. And I, I wanted to say that because I wanted to reassure her because I knew she was trying to get something from me in that moment. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm not. Like, I'm going to be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let her know that I like her. And that's hard to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell mm-hmm. you a couple experiences. Like, it's, I'm, I'm, I've only been a stepmom for what? What's November? December. I don't know. We're talking about like six months, yeah, yeah. like six months. I've yeah. only been a stepmom. So I can't tell you like I'm the best stepmom ever, but I can tell you that, um, I try to be. Yeah. And, but I'll tell you one thing that I didn't think would be hard for me, but it's hard for me. And that is, um, well, it's not hard for me. I shouldn't say that. One thing I didn't think was hard for me, but it was for a second. Yeah. And when I say a second, like it really was a second. It was hard. Um, there was two instances. One was I was so excited for, um, to take my daughter to get her nails done. Like when she came back to my house after like the five days she was gone, you know, and she comes back and she's like, mom, look at my nails. You know, we went and got our nails done. And, and I just, and for a split second, I was like, I wanted to do that. (laughs) I wanted to do that, you know, and not like I had never done it with Lily. And not like I can never do it again, but for a split second, I was like, ugh, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. But then I quickly changed to, you know, well, actually, before I say quickly changed, I want to tell you my next, my other experience, and then I'll tell you why it changed for me. Yeah. Um, the other one was Graham had a fever. Mm-hmm. And I, I called up his dad and I just said, you know, I know you're working and he's just going to be sitting at your girlfriend's house. So why don't I just keep him with me? That way I can like cuddle him and he just feels like his mom's around. And, and he turns to me and he goes, 
yeah, but she cuddles me too, you know? And for a split second, I thought, well, I'm going to cuddle him more (laughs) so that he likes me more. Guess what? You don't have to fight for your kids to like you more. Your kids just like you more. You want to know why? You're their mom. Okay? You're their mom. You don't have to fight for their love. You don't have to fight to be better than somebody else. Your kids love you. I can see us both getting emotional about it because, because it's real. It's real feelings. And I think I changed my, my, my thoughts so quickly because, because what would you rather? Would you rather someone who's still a nice person to treat your kids like stepkids? Or would you rather your kids feel so loved that they feel like they can cuddle? They feel like they can go to a nail salon. They feel like they can do all the things that they do with you. They can do at dad's house too. You know, and as much as it hurts our little hearts, like, it's not our time. Because guess what? When you're divorced, you gave up that time. You gave up that 50%, that 20%, that 30%, whatever it is you gave up, you gave up that. And whether it was your fault, not your fault, doesn't matter. That time is not yours. Mm -hmm. That's their time with the other person. And you want it to be as closely as the time as it is with you. You want them to feel just as loved and just as important and not be sad. And you want all those things. So, so why not embrace that relationship? You know, embrace that relationship. Let it be as close to a relationship as a a mother and daughter is because it's not taking away from your relationship. It's not taking you away from your relationship with your daughter. She's going to love you. You're her mom. You're going to be in her life forever. It's not taking it away. It's only adding. Yeah. This is so true. Yeah. <laughs> and I think too, like, it's so important to like acknowledge the fact that those come up for us. We have those moments. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, wait a second. Wait, I wanted to do that with her. Or wait, are they going to love them more? And it's like, and then you just check in, like you're saying, and it's like, okay, take a breather. I'm yeah. mom. And you, it happens in, in moments you don't even think it would yes. happen. Okay. My ex just told me that they are going to Lake Powell you know, for the summer. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, my kids are going to have a blast. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I wish I could do that with my kids. And that's going to happen. It's going to happen in every single time, like every single, um, what is the word? Every single phase of life. It is. There's going to be something that you wish you were doing too, but it doesn't have to take away. It's just an added. They're all added experiences for your kids, for you, for everybody. So Dang girl, here's the deal. I'm gonna be probably calling you all the time because, <laughs> like, you know, my ex he has a girlfriend, they've been dating for a while, they're gonna be getting married, and I know that, like, I mean, it's obviously serious, and so I'm probably gonna be calling you a lot. And yeah, like, and it's what? gonna happen. <gasps> the greatest part is we all have a choice. Yeah, we all have a choice. I mean, yeah. this is you know, this is where I say words that I have no idea what I'm talking about because I was gonna say something, but then I had a brain fart. Oh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but we all have a choice. Yeah. You just have choices of how you're going to react to things mm-hmm. um, and how you're going to feel. Because no one, whether you get remarried, whether you're not married, whether you're single, whether you're divorced, you are in charge of the way you react and the way you feel. Mm-hmm. Because you get married doesn't mean you're automatically happy. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's not true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have to find the happiness. You have to create the happiness. Mm-hmm. And then everything is just an added bonus. Yeah. 
Yeah. Added bonus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I dated a lot before, before I got remarried and I dated people with kids, without kids. Um, you know, there's pros and cons to both. And I just, I felt like I got along better with people with kids only because I had more to talk about with them. We had more in common. Um, and my kids are freaking hard. <laughs> so it's like, if you don't have kids and this is your first experience, <laughs> this is going to be a problem. <laughs> oh, we're going to need a prenup. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Speaking of prenup, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. But it made me think of like how selfish I was when I was, when I was um, single, you know, and, and even the thought of marriage was like, I didn't want to give up my freedom. Um, anyone said the word marriage, like I literally felt ill because I had spent so long building something that I knew was now mine and no one could take it away and I didn't have to share it with anybody. And I, to tell you the truth, when I, when I met Sean, I full on told him, (laughs) (laughs) I have a hard time even saying now because I sound so horrible. I said, just so you know, I'm a taker. (laughs) And he was like, okay. (laughs) Like, but I felt like I had, I dated so many, you know, people and I'm like, I'm done being like fake. I'm just going to full on tell you. Yeah. I'm a taker. <laughs> like you want your, you know, your hair played with yeah. good luck because so do I. So <laughs> if we both want the same thing, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I love that you do that though. Seriously. So you're straight about it. Yeah. He still tells people that like when he met me, <laughs> that I told him that I was a taker. But this is the difference is when I met Sean, yeah, I was a taker. The more I dated him, we got engaged, we got married. Um, I've become a giver and without, I call it without tally. Like I do, I feel like I do a lot for him and I don't keep score of what I do versus what he does. I feel like that's, that's huge in relationships because guaranteed, I'm just kidding. I was going to say us women do way more, but (laughs) guaranteed one does more than the other. And I can even tell you that in past relationships, there was guys that did a whole lot more than what I did, yeah. you know, cause sure. you know, I'm a taker and <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, if you're keeping, if you're taking score, if you're yeah. keep, keeping a tally, it's not going to work because, yeah. because someone's always going to do more than the other. And then, you know, feelings are going to get hurt and just do it because you feel like doing it. Like if you love someone, like giving to them like brings you joy. Think about giving your kids presents at Christmas time or like you never once think about what are my kids going to get me? Exactly. No, you think. It's so true though. <laughs> but I'm going to start doing that. I'm just kidding. Know, right? <laughs> As they get older. Right? We, oh, seriously? I'm going to do that too. Oh my God. Look at me. I am covered in black paint. I painted a trailer today. Do you think I wanted to paint a trailer? <laughs> I got it in my hair. I had to take, what is it called? Nail polish remover. To my hair. I don't even know if that's healthy. I look like I have COVID, okay? Like I don't wash my hands. <laughs> so there you have it. But I don't think, hmm, is yeah. he going to come clean up my makeup room with me? Yes. Oh, he didn't? He doesn't love me. You know, like I just did it because I'm like, this is going to help him. Yeah. And I love him. And it's time to spend with him. Yeah. And it's not like even that we have a ton in, a ton in common. Like we have things in common. Yeah. But I like to do things he likes to do, and he'll do things. I mean, he watched Cinderella with me last night. Aww. I know. Do you think he wanted to watch Cinderella? No. <laughs> no way. <I> <laughs> but he did because 
you just do things. You become a giver. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then when you feel like it, you say, today I'm a taker. So just so, let you know. Yeah. <laughs> just communicate. That's communicate. Yeah. That's actually a good point. It's yeah. just um, being on a more seriously serious note is when it comes to blending families, communication is 100% the key. Um, because just like the feelings that come up when someone else is loving your kids, it also comes up when someone else is disciplining your kids. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like mama bear comes out or papa bear or whatever, or I mean, think about it. I've raised Lily for 13 years. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think six months ago, I just was like, oh, let's just, you know, you can help me raise Lily. You know, I've been like set in my, in my, in my little ways. Oh you know, of how you raise. Mm -hmm. And so I think communication is huge when it comes to, um, from the very beginning, I think we are really open with, you know, are you wanting help? You know, Sean took kind of like a back seat because he knows dad's still in the picture and he wasn't quite sure how to do it yet because guess what? We're both new at this step, you know, parent thing. And it wasn't until I said, no, I need your help sometimes. Like mm-hmm. when there's disrespect or whatever, like I need you to step in, Ooh, Yeah, you know, because I think that that's what I was lacking as a single mom mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I can, I can get things done, but sometimes you need a little bit of a man's voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, and that's all it takes is for him to say something like, be respectful or go flush the toilet. Gosh, dang, do your kids flush the toilet? Because mine don't. <laughs> they like walk out of the, t- the bathroom like they are freaking joyful little craps. And they didn't flush the toilet every time. No, not sometimes. Literally every freaking time. <laughs> every time. Every time. Not all the time. Oh my goodness. But I mean, I don't have a boy that's potty trained yet. So, but my girls, they're pretty good. Oh my gosh. That's like, that's the one thing I failed at as a parent. It's like, flush the dang toilet. That's good though that you guys have that communication and he steps in when you, you know. Yeah. And sometimes I have to look at him like, now's the time. (laughs) That's good though. That's really good that you guys have that. Yeah. Because. Because otherwise, he kind of just takes a back seat, and I do the same. Um, but children's are ch- children's children's <laughs> children is children are funny because sometimes it takes like just a change of voice, mm-hmm. you know, of someone else's voice yeah. before they're like, "Oh yeah, I did ask my mom that eight hundred times." <laughs> <laughs> that was seriously all. Yes. Yeah. So I think we both do the same. We kind of just take a back seat and tell the other one, you know, you can tell the other one's struggling a little bit and then we just gently lead them to, yeah. to follow the other one's advice and, and it works. Yeah. It's, it's worked so far. I mean, our kids are still young and, um, funny thing, Lily's 13 and, and she, so she's our oldest and she's like, but, but Sean's never going to like tell me what to do. Right. <laughs> I just said, maybe if you do something wrong. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I'm like, why? And she goes, because that will be so scary. Oh, <laughs> because it is. It's kind of scary for yeah. kids, right? Yeah. It's kind of scary for someone else to like come in the family and then, yeah. and then, you know, you have another parent that you have to listen to and mm-hmm. it's an adjustment period for everybody and Absolutely. no one's going to be like perfect at it at the very beginning. Uh, no. 
No. So there's no manual for all this life stuff, right? Like no. nothing. We're just winging it. We're just winging it. We're winging it. Yeah. So let me ask you. So what do you feel like the biggest challenge with having a blended family is? The biggest challenge I would say um, is, is probably what I talked to you about a little bit about, and that is not stepping over your bounds, like not, not overstepping your bounds. That's what I mean to say. Yeah. And then also controlling, um, controlling the way you feel about certain, certain situations. Like Sean isn't going to parent the same way as me, mm. you know, and I'm not going to parent the same way as Sean. And so the way we come to each other, um, has to be like super loving, you know, like I'm not always the best at following through. Like, and I don't notice it. You know, I'm like, one, two, three, you're in your room. Okay, just kidding. Let's go eat ice cream. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not the best at following through and I don't always realize it. And so, and so it takes a little bit of, of like recognizing on my part and a little bit of gentleness on his part of like, I'm not telling you I'm perfect at this. I'm not telling you that you're horrible at this, but this is what I'm seeing. And this is how I feel like we can, like how we can help change it, you know, where <laughs> I love that face, <laughs> but yeah, I just think it takes a little bit like, I, but that's hard, you know, like think about your mom even telling you how to parent your kids. Like you get super defensive, you know? So it's putting off that defense and just knowing like you might not be right. You might not be doing the right thing all the time. And so to choose to not be offended, to choose to, I mean, everything's a choice to choose to be happy, to choose to not be offended, Absolutely. to choose to take yes. advice and use it or not, yeah. you know? So I think that's one of the hardest parts. Mm. Um, honestly, the easiest part yeah. is, is loving the other kids yeah. is, is it's easy. It's when you love someone, it's easy to love their children. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because it, they're a part of them. Mm -hmm. It's easy to, um, it's easy to, especially being a mom and like, I'll tell you that, that part is probably hard. It's like hard to not want to just like, you know, cuddle them up and, but maybe you should, but I just, I don't know. I don't know what is, what is the the right thing and the wrong thing. So I just go with what my heart feels is right at the moment. Which is perfect. Yeah. That's what you should do. So. Yep. Yeah. Dang, girl. <laughs> you are seriously amazing. Uh, it's, you know, I, it's a learning. It's a learning yeah. experience. And yeah. and it and makes it a little bit more of a learning experience because you're not just worrying about you and your current husband. You're worrying about the children. And then guess what? If they have kids, you're also worrying about another family. So like my ex and his family yeah. and his ex and her family, Ooh. like, you know, like yeah. those people will always, that's the difference between marrying someone with kids and marrying someone without kids. Yeah. Those adults will also always be in your life. Guess what? You're both going to be at the wedding. Guess what? You're both going to be at, you know, soccer games, baptisms, whatever it is, you're both going to be there. And that's where that comes in of making sure your, your kids can look at you and know that you're comfortable to be around that person. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine, um, you know, some people that just don't get like, that are just at war, right? I think that would be a challenge too. If there's, you're married to someone and their ex is just horrible. That, I think that would be a really big challenge. It is. It, it, it would be a challenge for sure. Yeah. Because so. just think about, I mean, 
obviously during divorce, not all of divorce is awesome. So I'll just no. take like yeah. your and my mine example. Like there was a time where we probably didn't get along with our ex, yep. awesome. you know? And how does that, what does that do to you? How does that make you treat your children when you're not feeling right? Like I said, when something's out of balance, everything is kind of falls out of balance. When I was going through times where me and my ex were not getting along, oh, it, it consumes my entire body, you know? And do you think I'm patient with my kids? No, not at all. So when you have a, when you have a relationship where, you know, the exes do not get along, they're both not a hundred percent for their kids. They're not because you can't be angry and um, vengeful or whatever it is that you're going through and be a good parent. No, because your mind is consumed in other things, not being a good parent. So. Oh, I totally agree on that. And I remember when I had a conversation with um, Jason too, I go, look, it's not about you and I anymore. No matter what happened, like I'm putting that aside because what matters now are our kids and yep. co-parenting in a way where they feel love on both ends and they see that we respect each other. They can feel it. Yeah. You're saying, right. And so it's, you know, it's getting in that, in that space and knowing that it, it is possible. Yep. And truthfully, it makes it easier for you because oh then you hell, could, yes. I can't tell you how many times oh. I called my ex and was like, just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> Graham put a penny in the socket and blew all our lights downstairs because of TikTok. <laughs> Seriously, that's a real story. Oh, no. oh yeah. Yeah. Because my children, oh my goodness gracious. Oh, my children. That's something for you, literally. It's TikTok. Oh. I mean, like, I'll, I'll tell you, blending families, get rid of TikTok. Really? <laughs> no, they just do, you know, stupid stuff yeah. that they see on there that they think is like normal, but it's not. Yeah. Like, you know, the same dance over and over and over again as you're walking <laughs> through Walmart. <laughs> no, but he did. He, he blew, and I, and uh, you know, it was so nice to be like, well, you're going to your dad's today, so I'm going to make sure he knows that you blew all my lights out, yep. you know? Yep. He's like, well, he poured a cup of water on my floor, you know? It's like, you know? And so we can be like, even though we are parenting separately, we can also like be on each other's side. I take away Xbox. Guess what? You don't get it at your dad's. And you know what that does? It makes it so your kids don't feel like they can get away with things with one parent or the other. It makes them not play you against each other because you know, I can't tell you how many, it doesn't matter if you guys get along or if you think you have the best relationship with your kids. Yeah. Even my kids will write their dad and say, mom's being mean to me. You know, like mm -hmm. I wish I was at your house. I, oh, wow. you know, I don't want to live here, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Two days later, guess what text I get? <gasps> Dad's being mean to no me. Way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because they like they get in trouble or something and they think they can go to the other parent. Where if you have a good relationship, like me and my ex, it's like now, you know what he does? He just goes, Oh, it's okay. She still loves you. Like that's our answers. She still loves you. Moving on, girlfriend. You know, because because then they can't play you against each other. Because the what what where it goes wrong is when they come and say, I don't want to live there and she's so mean to me. You know what probably happened? I told her to clean her closet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so instead of immediately choosing to become this like protective, you know, mother or father and say, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you have to live there. I'll try to get, you know, oh, you to live yeah. here more often or oh, you know, whatever yes. it is.
because it happens. That does happen. You know what I mean? Instead of that happening, what should be happening is your dad loves you. You'll work it out. Your mom loves you. You'll work it out. So yeah, that really helps when it comes to like blending families and separating and just all of it. It's just... Yeah. Dang, girl, you are seriously up. Oh, I'm so inspired by you, and I'm learning all this stuff. Like, That's hey. good because I literally was like, gonna, I'm, I was about to say crap my pants. So I'm just gonna say, it. I was about to crap my pants on your chair when we first started. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. I'm like, you should, like, in my head, I have this little, like, person. It's like, don't say that, Brittany. And then my, on my shoulder, it's like, no, it'd be funny, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Seriously. And is there anything else you want to give the listeners about blended families or? You know, I think that I, I think I pretty much covered it all, but, um, I think if you could walk away with one thing is because all of it comes with a ton of emotion and just know that you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's with anything. That's with anything in life. You have the power to choose. You're the author. We're responsible 100% for our lives working out. Yep. Everything, yeah. Agreed. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) And you guys, let me just tell you. So if you ever need any makeup or makeup tips, you should go follow her. Where can they go follow you at? Chick Inspired. So it's C-H-I-C-K Inspired. Like on Facebook? Yep, Facebook. On Facebook. I do have an Instagram, but I'm pretty much completely horrible at anything else. I feel like focus on one thing. Yeah. You're really good at Facebook though. You have it down. Yeah. Just no one right. shut down Facebook. Okay. okay. <laughs> Like you on that. So, yeah. yeah. So you guys seriously go check it out. She does, you do like makeup tutorials. Makeup right? tutorials. Um, I do a lot of things like my favorite finds of outfits and hair products and just kind of silly little things. You can follow me on Instagram. It's Brittany Fox Nelson. Um, but I just, just know, just be patient with me. <laughs> I love it. Like I'm not an Instagram that like matches and oh, is like, <laughs> your Instagram, nah, it's good. no, yours is like, talk about all the quotes and like, oh, my goodness gracious. Not- it is like, I look at your Instagram. I was like, literally I would put that as wallpaper, oh, <laughs> but that would be freaky. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> anyway. So yes, you guys go follow her, check her out. If you want to get makeup, seriously, get it from her. She's amazing. I get mine from her. I'm like, Thank you. fix me, help me. What do I need to get? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Seriously, this has been a blast having you on. Thank you. And just really getting your story more and what it's been like for you, you know, with the Blink family. And it's yeah. really something to think about. And I loved all the tips you gave. So thanks. Thanks, girlfriend. All right. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you want to go check me out, go to um, Instagram, go to Micah J. Fike, so M-I-K-A-J-F-I-A-C-K. And if you're interested in the health tip, just click episode 22 and check it out there. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.